Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome to the Believe in Broncos podcast. I am your host, Troy Rank from Denver 7. And man, what a wild ride Thursday, the first night of the NFL draft. All the talk was about quarterbacks, and that was before the draft. Aaron Rodgers became available. ESPN story making it clear that Rodgers wants out, that he does not want to play in Green Bay anymore. Then the Broncos at least expressed interest. In Rodgers, to what degree? I mean, that depends on who you ask, but certainly you make the call. Uh, but how do you put together a deal like that in four hours before the first round of a draft? And then the draft happens, and all the focus is on the quarterback. And then they take a cornerback. Wait, what? Corner? I thought they signed two in free agency. Well, they did, but George Payton followed his board, takes Pat Sertan from the University of Alabama, a guy he considered a top-five player in this draft, Falls to him at nine, follows the connects the dots to the board, and they end up with another defensive back, which he's a really talented player, technically sound, but Broncos country kind of left shaking their heads. It was kind of a double whammy because not only were there the rumors about Aaron Rodgers and the possibility the Broncos could get involved, at one point Pro Football Talk reported that his destinations of choice were San Francisco, Las Vegas, and Denver, not necessarily in that order. Well, they're not trading him to San Francisco. That's not going to happen. They're not going to trade him to an NFC team that can knock him out of the playoffs. But you look at Vegas and Denver and think, man, Denver would have a shot. They've been down this road with Peyton Manning. They have a maturing offense that would look dramatically different with the reigning MVP who had 48 touchdowns and five picks last year. Even at 37, you're talking about a guy who looks like he still has two great years left. So Rodgers, a lot of talk, a lot of chatter, and then nothing. And it fizzled. I don't know that it's dead, and I'll talk more on that later. But then you get into the draft, and they have a chance for a cornerback, and excuse me, a quarterback, and they elect to go defensive side of the ball. And it was just, I said this to one of the other reporters, it's like you're expecting ACDC to come onto the stage, and then a cover band comes up. You know, the cover band's great, but it's not ACDC. It was just one of those weird nights where it felt like uh, the rug got kind of pulled out from under Broncos country, and only because of the anticipation of that. But we're going to talk a little bit more about that, what happened, how this all kind of went down. But first, I want to let you know uh, who's helping me with this podcast and how, making it possible to bring it to you. And that's my lead sponsor. This show is presented by Hoggett Injury Law. With us, it's personal. Speaking of personal, let me tell you about my friend Darby Hoggett. I've known Darby for the better part of a decade. I coached his son in travel baseball. We sat in the stands together. We've talked ball. We've talked sports. He's a huge Broncos fan. He's glad to be part of this, and I've become a good friend of Darby's. In fact, many of his clients have become good friends. You don't even have to pay him up front. If your case goes as planned, Darby will be the one writing checks to you. You've been hurt in a car wreck or injured at work. 
give his team a call at 1-833-HOGGIT. That's H-O-G-G-A-T-T. Or find out more. Visit their website at hoggetlaw.com. So what happened? Thought we were getting a quarterback. I had Justin Fields going to the Broncos if he was available at 9 in my mock draft. And he was. But let's peel it back a few hours. Around 2 p.m. Mountain Time, which is four hours before the beginning of the draft, the ESPN story uh, breaks that Aaron Rodgers wants out of Green Bay. Feels like he's played his last snap there. He's disgruntled. And I immediately tweeted that I expect the Broncos to make a call. I mean, they aggressively pursued Matthew Stafford. They were prepared to make a move on Deshaun Watson before his legal issues. So, of course, you call about Aaron Rodgers. The problem was, and the way it was explained to me from sources, is the feeling was that Green Bay was going to want like three ones and maybe even another player. I mean, are they going to ask for a Jerry Judy or Bradley Chubb? I mean, I don't know that, but this is a monster deal. And the centerpiece of a deal like that, you would think, based on you know connecting the dots, would have been the ninth overall pick. That's better than what Vegas could have offered. And again, I don't believe they're trading him to San Francisco. And the Niners acknowledged after the draft they had called the Packers about Aaron Rodgers. So when you look at a deal like that, you're talking multiple ones, maybe a two, uh, an established player, or certainly a promising young player. How do you put that kind of deal together in four, four and a half hours? And a source told me the Broncos were caught by surprise just because, you know, if this was going to happen, you think that Rodgers camp would have leaked it a week ago to leave teams to kind of jockey into position. Because, again, this is breaking four hours before the first round, and the first round of the draft is the centerpiece. So some sources I trust felt like there was traction there, that the deal had a chance. I didn't know. I just knew there was a lot of buzz and a lot of noise that the Broncos could be a fit. Um and there was interest there, but it didn't go much further than that, in part because of the time element involved. The one thing I will say in talking to sources after the draft, I'm not sure it's completely closed. Is it less likely? Of course it's less likely because you don't have the ninth overall pick now as a centerpiece of a deal. But the cap hit for the Packers would reduce dramatically if they're able to move him after June 1st. I mean, their cap hit, what I read tonight, was you're looking at a $38 million cap hit in dead money. That would be even greater than the Eagles absorb for Carson Wentz. I mean, that's a huge, you're talking about essentially a fifth of your payroll going to a player not on your team. And so that's difficult. And the Packers GM said after the draft that, you know, they, they've been going through some things. They're trying to work through it. Is he in denial right now? Saying that, you know, Rodgers is their leader and they expect him to be back. They can expect that. But if Rodgers digs in, what leverage would he have? The leverage he'd have is not play, not report, or just say, I'm retiring. I'm not going to show up. Other players have done that. I mean, Barry Sanders walked away early. I mean, I think Brett Favre even used that tactic at one point. So could he do that? Maybe. I mean, if he digs in and everything with Rodgers is strategic. So it was not an accident that this story came out. It wasn't an accident at the end of the season when he called his future a, quote, beautiful mystery. Uh, and for him to then drop this right when the draft's starting, I don't. I think it, he tried to put some urgency to the Packers, make a deal now, kind of force their hand. It didn't work in part because, again, these are such – this is a monster-type trade. They take time. I'm just not willing to say it's dead until it's dead. George Payton was asked about it. He said he would always look to improve the quarterback room. He did not 100% close the door. 
Is it less likely? I would believe yes, but until it's dead, it's not dead. But that's where it ended up with it fizzling, not happening before the draft. And so where does that leave the Broncos? Well, it leaves the Broncos now with Teddy Bridgewater, who was at UC Health Training Center today, meeting the coaches, George Payton, and he went off site to get a physical, meeting them. And then you have Teddy Bridgewater in a room with Drew Locke. Um, Teddy Bridgewater, ultimate character guy, a leader, accurate passer, a lot to like about him. The problem in selling Teddy Bridgewater to Broncos country is not George Payton's issue as much as he walks into a situation where the past becomes the present. Broncos country has been sold this with Case Keenum. They've been sold this with Joe Flacco and now Teddy Bridgewater. They all kind of feel like the same guy. Could Teddy be better than Keenum and Flacco? Perhaps. He wasn't very good last year. He was very similar to Drew Locke when it comes to touchdown to pick ratio. I mean, I talked to a source back in Carolina. You know, he speaks the world of Teddy. Felt like maybe there was too much pressure put on him. Certainly when Christian McCaffrey got hurt, it changed life for him. Because Teddy's the guy who's going to dump a ball down six, seven yards and ask his receiver to get the rest. That's who he is. So it's a hard sell, though, to Broncos country when the team has averaged basically between 17 and 20 points for five years since Peyton Manning retired. And they haven't even sniffed the playoffs. They were 6-6 six and six at one point in Vance Joseph last season and then lost their final four games. Under Vic Fangio, they have not been above 500 for one game in two years. So with Justin Fields sitting there at 9 and the future of the quarterback room for the Broncos as Teddy Bridgewater and Drew Locke, it's understandable Broncos country, at least a chunk of it, if not a large portion, Wanted Justin Fields. You know, for me, he was the second quarterback on the board. I had him rated second behind Trevor Lawrence. I said it in my mock. I would like to see them get him. I mean, I've said that. I thought if he was available, they would take him. I asked George Payton about Fields sitting there at nine. Was there a temptation to take him? And he said, you know, he liked Justin Fields. He was a little surprised he was still on the board there. But ultimately, when they do their draft board, you know, a lot of GMs do that. They follow their draft board. They don't react necessarily to the moment. And their draft board told them that Patrick Sertan was a top five player. Obviously, they did not love Justin Fields because they could have taken him. They liked him, which seems like to be their motto this offseason. They liked Drew Locke. They liked Teddy Bridgewater. So they don't make the move for Fields. Now, listen, there's no guarantee Fields would have played this year. I'm not saying that. And does he necessarily make them better this year? Maybe he plays the last eight games. Maybe he plays four. The reason you take Fields for me is he becomes your future. And you look and you have him there. Not unlike with Mahomes in Kansas City. He's sitting there. And maybe he doesn't play and you go 7-10 and 10 in a 17-game schedule. But you feel like we've got our future quarterback on the roster. Without that move, you've got Teddy Bridgewater on a one-year $3 million deal. And you've got Drew Locke clearly playing for his NFL starting life. And again, in a true competition, I think Teddy Bridgewater has a slight edge. Because of the fact that he's won games in this league, he's more accurate than Drew, you know, about 10 points better in terms of completion percentage. And last year notwithstanding, he takes care of the football. And you look how this team has been built this offseason. With the addition of Sertan, you bring back Von Miller, you bring back Kareem Jackson, you secure Shelby Harris, Justin Simmons, long-term deals, you sign Kyle Fuller, you sign Ronald Darby, it's clear they feel like they can win with defense or at least keep them in games. And 
That is why you go Sertan. Now he can start at nickel. He might play way more. Bryce Callahan, Vic Fangio told me, is healthy, but his last three seasons it ended with a foot injury, so I don't know what you can trust with Callahan. But they're saying he's healthy. And I like their defense. You look at their defense on paper, it is fantastic. I mean, it's giving you know Vic Fangio a chance to have flexibility, positional versatility. At last year they had like one corner that could cover anybody. And now you're talking about having four with Callahan and uh, Darby and Fuller and Sertan. I mean, that's a legit corner with two veteran safeties. The problem is this. If you don't play complementary football in the NFL, it neutralizes your defense. So the defense would have to get takeaways early in the game when the game's still in doubt. Because once teams in a turnover-averse league get up 17-3, to they get up 20-10, to they're not dropping their quarterback down and putting him in harm's way on third and 10. They're more than content to hand it off, get six yards and punt and play the field position game, believing that your offense can't score touchdowns. And frankly, the Broncos don't deserve the benefit of the doubt. I asked George Payton that. Do you feel like, you know, Teddy Bridgewater can score that, you know, lead an offense to 23, 24, 25 points a game, which to me, that's the playoff number. If you look at the last two, three years in the NFL, you're in the conversation or in the playoffs if you can get to 23, 24 points a game. He told me he believes he can. He can make it look easy. He can make all the passes. He's accurate. Again, I've seen Teddy do that. I didn't see him do that consistently last year. His best game, frankly, was against the Broncos. So this is where we are. Aaron Rodgers deal, a lot of smoke. Where there's smoke, you know, a lot of fire. Where there's fire, there's always some smoke. And where there's smoke, there's some embers maybe still glowing. That deal fizzled. I'm not ready to say it's completely over until it's over because of the June 1st issue. Would the Packers revisit it? Their GM acknowledged after the draft there's issues. So we'll see where that goes, if that ends up being anything. Um, But until it's completely sure that Aaron Rodgers is going to report to Green Bay, I'm not saying it's done. It's more difficult now, but I'm not going to say it's done. The Broncos move forward with Teddy Bridgewater and Drew Locke. Again, Three years ago, if you sold the fans on that, or four, I think they would be fine with it. But it's hard to sell Broncos country on that after the Case Keenum and Joe Flacco experiment. It just feels similar. Is that fair to Teddy? You can be the judge of that. I'm just telling you that's what it feels like to many people I know, season ticket holders, who are just tired of watching a team that can't score regularly, that can't move the ball up and down the field. That at times it feels like when they get a first down, they're going to stop the game and give them the football. Like, you can't win in the modern NFL if you can't score 23, 24 points a game. But all that said, they decide Fields isn't the guy. They clearly didn't love him because he was available to them. Chicago ended up moving up and taking him. So we'll see, and that will be watched moving forward if Fields becomes a, a superstar player in Chicago in a couple years. The reality is they get... Pat Sertan, and again, he wants to go by Pat. His dad, Patrick Sertan, great player, 13 years in the league. Uh, Pat Sertan, why him? Again, this guy has is technically sound. He is polished. He is ready. To, he, he was considered so smart in, you know, in Alabama that he helped coaches in terms of game plans. I mean, he's everything you want. It's just hard when you sign two corners. So why? Well, Callahan's on a one-year deal, essentially, and so is Fuller. And you can never have enough corners. That's the rationale. It's a premium position. But for this year, will he play nickel? Will he play dime? Uh, Clearly, I think he's going to start at some point because I don't trust Callahan's health 
and then a year later he will start because there's no way Callahan would come back given his injury history. And if they don't win this season, Fuller probably won't be back because Fangio won't be back. But what a night, Broncos country. I know you all wanted a quarterback. I'm right there with you. I thought if Fields was on the board, they could take him. They didn't love him. They liked him. The Raven Rodgers, again, there was a lot of smoke. It never came to fruition. I'm not ready to say it's dead. And then they get a really good player in Patrick Sertan. Unfortunately, he is a cornerback and not a quarterback. But I do think he's going to be a very good player for them. And hopefully he gets a fair shake uh, moving forward. And I think Broncos country will actually appreciate how good this kid is. But on this night, it's difficult because of all the anticipation of the possibility of getting a potential MVP, the MVP, or the future in a player like Justin Fields. Hope you enjoyed it. You guys are great. Thanks for all the support. Where The downloads have been amazing over the last two and a half, three weeks. So let me know what you like. Let me know on Twitter at Troy Rink, T-R-O-Y-R-E-N-C-K. Get back after it. We'll have another podcast early next week as we assess the entire draft and where the Broncos stand moving forward. Thanks again to my sponsor, Hoggett Law. Thanks to all of you for listening along. This program, I'm telling you, I do the podcast for you. Happiness begins with me. Go out there and have a great day. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.